Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Show, Blog Talk Radio, Signs Our Loved Ones Send Us, and I'm also the author, and my uh, editor is Melissa M. She's my co-host on the show, and I'm the author of Rainbows, Butterflies, and One Last Hug, and I'm going to bring Melissa on the line. I have some callers listening, and if you want to talk to us uh, at some point, I will bring you on, have some patience, and um, we're going to be discussing the subject of the show tonight and whatever you want to talk about. Okay, hold on one second, please. Hi, Melissa. You there? Hello. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm gonna put you on speaker. Hold on. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing good. 
Yeah, I was getting a little nervous. I didn't hear from you yesterday. I was like, oh, my God, don't tell me something happened today, you know? Oh, no. Um, so how was everything this week? Good? Everything was great. How about you? Good, good, good. I've got a little bit of a sinus infection, a little bit, a lot of bit of a sinus infection, so time to go to that allergist finally. Yeah. But uh, we're not here to talk about my illnesses tonight. Um, you know that what the show is about tonight. It's about our um, kids and our friends and even us when we were younger um, with our ma- imaginary friends. Um, we've all had them. Did you have any when you were a kid? Or? I don't remember having one, but I do know that a lot of my friends did. And they would okay. tell me about them. Yep. Well, my kids, all four of them had, uh, uh, one by one, we had Zeke, we had Anne-Marie, we had uh, Jim and Frank, and that was Mark's, and uh, uh, Anne Gretchen was my daughter's. But we'll talk about them more in a little bit, and we'll be talking about what they really are. Um, I have another special guest tonight, a surprise guest that you didn't know about. I, I emailed you to, to give you a briefing. Um, my friend Denise uh, from Florida, that, that's the head of the Willie's Wish Foundation, who is my associate. Uh, our, our foundations are by different names. Uh, she's Willie's Wish, and mine CF wishes come true in loving memory of Megan Marconisi. And we've both lost uh, children, me, of course, Megan Mark to cystic fibrosis. She lost Willie, and she has a daughter, Michelle, who's living and doing well at the moment and uh, working and everything. So um, Denise is going to come on the show to talk about our foundations at one point and also about a weird story after we got to know each other about her son Willie's imaginary friend. So I think it's kind of cool. It was kind of weird that she called me today, but nothing's weird in our lives, right, Melissa? No, everything's meant to be. There's a reason why. Yeah. So a little more about, we'll talk a little bit more about the foundations. Um, like I said, hers is Willie's Wish Foundation. It's in Florida. Mine is, like I said, uh, CF Wishes Come True in memory of Megan Mark. And even though there, there are different foundations, but we're doing the same thing. So let's say, for instance, uh, uh, a child, even an adult with cystic fibrosis, wants a wish granted. Uh, and if they're down in Florida, Denise will be there to bring them to Disney World or whatever. And if they come up this way, I'll be greeting them. But we work together. I mean, we're we're all over the United States. So uh, did, I'm going to have Denise give the details about that, and then we're going to talk more about what the show is about and, um, you know, to, to, to where to send donations and or if you're someone with CF or know somebody with CF that would like us to grant a wish, uh, you know, we will try the best we can. So I think that's a, a pretty good show. What do you think? That sounds like an amazing show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you're part of it. She, uh, Melissa's my, uh, also, besides being my editor of my book and my co-host, she also helps me with uh, the wishes. And um, also our fundraising events around the, the holidays for kids that are sick in the hospital. So anyhow, I think um, before we even start, Melissa, we'll bring Denise on for a little bit and chat yeah. about the foundations. Then okay, we'll tell our story, great. and then we'll have callers come on and tell us some of theirs and, and some of our own experiences with our so-called imaginary friends, okay? Yes. <laughs> okay, hold on, sweetie. Okay. Miss Denise. Hello, Denise. Hello, Miss Peggy. How are you? I'm hanging in there. 
I hear you. I hear you. Denise, um, why don't you, um, you tell the viewers, you know, I gave them a little briefing about viewers or our listeners, I should say. Um, if I got viewers, I better close my shades, right? <laughs> um, anyhow, tell them, tell them about yourself, your children, your Wish Foundation, how we ended up hooking up or doing the same thing at the same time under different names, but joining forces. So but let's hear your story, okay? All right. Well, um, I have two children with cystic fibrosis. I lost my son, Willie, on December 2nd of 2012. Um, my daughter also has CF. She just turned 25 uh, in January. After I lost my son, I was kind of feeling lost and not knowing what my purpose was in life other than my daughter and my husband. And I just, it just came to me one day, I, Willie just told me I needed to do this, that there was people out there that needed my help and I needed to go on. And I decided to find out, figure out what we had to do to become a nonprofit organization for a WISH Foundation. The mm-hmm. um, At that time, we also found out that um, Make-A-Wish was not granting wishes to children with cystic fibrosis anymore until they were in end stages of the disease. And I thought it was a great opportunity and I just went ahead and did what we needed to do to start the foundation. I ended up contacting you. Um, a few months prior to that, we had talked, and I told you what was going on and what we planned to do, and you said you were in the works of trying to do the same thing. So we just joined forces and just trying to help and do what we can for yep. these children and, and adults that no, who would know better than horrible disease. It's it's we've talked about CF and and um, how one in twenty uh, you know usually of Caucasian descent are carriers of the disease. When two carriers have a child, there's a one in four chance of them being born with it. Uh, I've ta- I've done other shows about CF and explained the uh, the basics of it and what to look for the salty taste of the skin. Um, so, you know, the show isn't just about the signs or loved ones sent it. It's, it's to educate people about these diseases that uh, a lot of kids are mistaken having asthma that actually have CF for having celiac disease and, and things of that sort. And, and like you, Denise, I, I really believing uh, and knowing that our children are on the other side, that we all do have a calling. And um, it's kind of ironic that you and I had this calling at the same time. I mean, I, I lost Mark in 2011, and Megan, uh, it'll be two weeks, it'll be Mother's Day 2002. And all of a sudden, this I, I knew about Make-A-Wish because both of my kids were allowed their wishes when they were in semi-good state, but now they're waiting almost till the end where these kids can't enjoy it. So you and I both, lead, both, 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 that's why we have Melissa editor, right, Melissa? <laughs> yes, that's right. That <laughs> doesn't, well, Alrighty then. That's my own disease, MS, which I tell people I have multiple sclerosis, and sometimes I do screw up my words, no fault of my own. So anyhow, bear with me. You know, it's a talk show. <laughs> so, hey, as long as you try, talk. that's what counts, you know? That, exactly, Melissa, exactly. That's why you got to be here for me. <laughs> oh, I am. I'm always here for you. I know you are, sweetie. But anyhow, she, um, like I said, it, it was a calling at the same time, and I believe that was from the other side, from, from Willie and, and my Megan Mark. Um, you know, I, I've done other things, but the wish, I know that these kids, they deserve something. Um, why don't you, t- uh, Denise, tell some of the wishes that have been granted so far? Uh, right now, Willie's Wish Foundation has granted two wishes. We granted it 
a girl who was 18 years old. She had wanted a uh, purebred German Shepherd, and uh, she lives in Pennsylvania. That was our first wish. Um, mm-hmm. I had contacted somebody on Craigslist, actually, in the Florida area, and they donated the dog to us, and we drove the dog up to Pennsylvania and uh, presented her with the dog. Uh, we did have the news channel there, and... Um, in the paper, they did a big story on Willie's Wish Foundation and the granting of the first wish. Um, mm-hmm. Our second wish was for another a young boy who was um, fixing to be 21, but he was in end stages of CF. Um, he had been sent home with hospice with a 14% lung function at the time. They didn't mm-hmm. think he was going to make it to his 21st birthday, and at first his wish was only to see how many cards he can receive for his 21st birthday. Well, he ended I want I want to let you know too that Melissa's school and her brother David got together, sent some things. I sent them a book, of course, and Michelle has thanked me the mother. Um, but they got together Melissa with her uh, classmates and sent tons of cards. Uh David had did her brother some stuff for him. I screwed up when he wanted to go to the Red Wings and what did I say Melissa, the Redskins? The Redskins. Yeah, so David was getting a football. Signed <laughs> football from the Redskins. But you know what football he was getting? He was, what's the difference? You know, know. Well, okay. red we is red. It White before is... it got too close, so it's okay. But no cigar, well, but you know what I'm count, sure he The last count I got is he had over 7,000 cards and presents. Wow. And, wow. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is amazing. And he did go to the Red Wings game. He got to meet. Um, do a meet and greet in the locker room. Uh, it was mm-hmm. a very, very special day for him. Um, yeah. He's still, he's still with us. He's made it past his birthday. Um, he has plans for this summer to move out with his girlfriend and get Aww. his own place. And he, he's, he's still fighting. That's amazing. He's still fighting. Yeah. Positive so thinking with any illness, people. It, it, I know even with myself, I mean, I was crippled totally two years ago before Hurricane Sandy with my MS. I fought back, and I'm walking. I mean, not great, but I'm walking again. So I believe in the power of prayer and also in the power of positive thinking, no matter what you're faced with. Because I could have stayed crippled. I mean, I was totally, totally crippled to the point where I couldn't even leave the room where I had to uh, be sponge bathed. And and uh, not to get uh, graphic, but it's the truth, and, and, and use a um, a portable commode like the old people, you know. I, I don't accept at sixty. I'm old, so, so. But it's a pa- positive thinking. You have to keep struggling. We gotta, we gotta keep going to our very last breath because there's still a job for us to do as long as we're breathing and you know, our hearts beating. I, you know. I absolutely agree with that, but I, I also, you know, with with CF, you know, they they fight all their lives, and uh, it they get to the point where they have no fight left in them. Yeah, I know, Mark, toward the end, my son looked at me about a year before he passed, two or three times, he goes, I just can't do this, and I I made him, I made him, I probably made him live longer than he should, because he was suffering terrible. CF is a very, very, very horrific, horrific death. Uh, Mark's uh, not only involved his lungs, but Mark also had liver failure. My daughter had the double lung uh, issues. She didn't have the liver involvement. And either way, either or, or with both, it, it's a horrific, horrific illness, you know? And it's yes, every it day is. is a struggle with uh, vests and pounding on them that bring up the mucus two, three times a day. And, and the pills, the antibiotics, the IVs, the ports, the... 
the uh, oxygen. It's, 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 I can't even, you know what, I, I can't even put it into words. I mean, you, you'd have to be there. To, you know, I, I don't wish you to be there to see it, but you'd have to be there to see what it entailed doing on a day-to-day, seven days, 24 hours, what it was like. It's, uh, it's brutal. And, and, Denise, I'm sure you agree, right? Yes, ma'am. And, Melissa, you were the cousin, and you saw some of the things that went on, what it was like, right? Yeah, I definitely did. It, it was, was really it scary. Was <laughs> it's frightening. It's frightening to the outsiders. It's it's frightening to us parents, I mean, to watch our kids go through such a horrible thing. But, but that's, that's why, why we're that, trying to make that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say that's why I believe from my perspective that I see you and every other mother raising somebody with CF as completely admirable because I feel like God chose the strong ones to be the parents to these kids. That's honestly how I feel because it's like it takes a really strong, loving person to take care of someone like that, you know? Well, it's, yes, it's, it's even, I don't know so much, but it's it's even, I'll tell you, and I'm, I know Denise going to agree, it's even harder once they're gone. Right. And this is why we had to find a new way of living. We miss our children every single day, and we speak of them every day. Yeah. We uh, see signs from them all the time. And can I mention something, Denise? Um, tomorrow yes, is tomorrow will would be Willie's birthday. Twenty. What was it? The twenty sixth or seventh? Twenty seventh. Yeah, tomorrow Willie would be 27, so I'm looking up at heaven now, and I'm wishing Willie a very happy birthday, and I'm sure he's smiling down on Mom and saying, you go, girl, you go, girl, because you're you're doing the right thing, you know, and we're honoring our children, and and we will speak of them till we go. You know, um, a lot of people can't deal with us grieving mothers because they, they don't know how to deal with us. You know, they think we're crazy. You know, grief, grief is not a mental illness. It's It's a, it's a process. And with children, it's a with any grief is a lifelong, but more so with children, it's a every day, twenty four seven. You everyone goes on with their holidays and birthdays and graduations. It all stops one day, and then I know Denise and I, with the, the amount of care with these kids, it stops. And it's like I got up the day after the funeral. I'm like, what do I do now? I didn't know what to mm-hmm. do. I lived. Since I was 19 years old with my first child, till I was 57, that it was a way of life. Not that I wanted it, but I got handed it, and I had to do it, and like Denise had to for for all those years. And it's it, it is a way of life. And you just stop one day, and then all of a sudden, everybody looks at you. It's like they expect you to stop talking about them. I'm sorry, they were. They were human beings. They were our children. They're still part of us. And my other two, that people go, well, you live for your other. No, no, of course I live for my others. But I'm not going to forget the two that are going to the other side, you know. And that's one of the reasons I do this. And of course not. Of course not. But the bottom line is, you know, the show's about the signs and... And and uh, come and vent if you're, you're a grieving parent. Come and vent if you want to get your feelings out where others don't understand what it feels like uh, for for a grieving parent. Um, you know, I know a lot of people don't want to hear it. It's like, cause you go on with your lives. Well, we, we're still living it. We're still living the drama. We're still living the the memories. And uh, so we're trying to make something positive, Denise and I, out of what we've been through and, and, and help others with it because we know what it's like, you know, and Melissa being the cousin knew what it was like, okay? Yeah. So we have to keep going and doing what we do, and um, being that, you know, I happen to have a gift, and Melissa, which we've talked about on the show, we're intuitive, 
Uh, we discovered it together by accident, which I've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's it, to me that's another gift from God. It's of the light. I pray every day for you know to God, and to Jesus, and and we're Christian and and we're not into hocus pocus and you know tarot cards. I'm not saying people are wrong, but I don't do tarot cards. We don't do tarot cards and crystal balls and Ouija boards and all that stuff. You know, we just take whatever messages God gives us. And it's to heal. And I posted something. It was kind of ironic the other day from Joe Olstein, and he says something about I can't remember the quote. Melissa, you, did you see that what I posted about Joel? Yeah, I did. I don't remember the exact quote, but I remember I liked it because I'm a very big Joel Olstein fan. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I well, love was, him. He's one of the, the most inspiring people. Well, it's about your intuitiveness. It's the word of God, word from God. We're not claiming to be prophets. I'm not saying we're prophets or whatever. We get (laughs) well, maybe in a way, but in a way, because we're 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 kind of like delivering messages, you know, messages. Him. We're not delivering yeah. it from the other source. And anything that we felt that would come in from that way, we back off from. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And uh, just want people to know that. You know, it's it's, uh, it's of the light, and it's all about helping people because uh, people like Denise and I, we've been there. We know what it's like, you know. And if we can comfort others through our pain, then it makes our child's memory so much more, you know, to others. Because our child's memory is always going to be something to us. Right, Denise? Yes, ma'am. I will honor Willie's memory to my last breath. Exactly. And I've had other people on the show like Aunt Kitty, and we've talked about her daughter's illness, some of the people in our parents' groups, and Renee Blythe and Shirley Tripp Johnson, who have the um, grieving uh, parents together groups, the retreats and what have you. Unfortunately, I I can't go. I planned on going to Virginia Beach, but I I had taken it with the uh, one thing after another, and then kind of lowered my resistance with the MS, so I had to I had to postpone that trip, but there'll be others, you know. So that's the way I look at it, you know. Everything for a reason and uh, a little disappointed, but you know what, I gotta I gotta get stronger so I can do what I gotta do when I go to the retreats, you know, and yeah. talk to other people. Maybe and, next and year you'll be stronger and ready for it. I'm sure they're gonna have them every year, you know, because it's really well, it's important for people every... to get together and have that support team and No, no, it's not every year. They're having them every few months but just different oh, places. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you knew that, Melissa. Yeah, there were every, and we're, we have now have a New York chapter, so they're they're trying to get as many states involved as possible to get closer. But I would like to go to Virginia Beach. Never been there. Unfortunately, with CF, in my case, between the money issues and my own health, I was never able to travel. I'm 60 years old. I've never been on a plane, which by choice. I've never gone anywhere. I've, I've I went to Georgia when I was 15 when my sister lived there for a week by Amtrak, which was horrible horrible experience back then. <laughs> and uh, on the Amtrak, which are nicer now, but um, I've never been anywhere because CF financially uh, and 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 from my both children being sick, I just couldn't do anything, you know. So I would like to do a little traveling at this point and and in the process help other parents. So. Um, Peggy, I actually, your... I just found the quote you were talking about on your page. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, t- tell you want me, me to tell read everybody it? what. And it's funny because this is after the rainbow incident with me the other day when I predicted that. That yes, blew me away. 100%. That I. It, I it was I freaky, and I got people to back. So weird. There, you know. So read, read the quote, and then we'll talk more about the foundations and what have you. Okay, so this is the quote. It's from Joel Osteen. There are times you'll be given intuition. You just know something, and you can't explain it. Don't override mm-hmm. it. Don't talk yourself out of it. That's the creator giving you inside information. Well, that's coming from Joel Olstein, and I know there's a lot of his p- 
people that follow him. So if yeah. he's saying that, you know, and, and, and others that have condemned us with this gift and saying, you know, the Bible says not to do this, then, well, then Joe Olstein's wrong. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think more and more people are realizing now that um, this gift is, is going to more and more people for whatever reason, just to bring them close to the Creator, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it's brought me closer, you know? I could not live without the fact, knowing that my children are in His kingdom. I could not go on, I, you know? I, they just couldn't stop existing. That would That would have really killed me, you know? And this is not just wishful thinking. We've had signs, and like I said, tonight the uh, show is about um, imaginary friends, which we'll discuss. And Denise and I'll get into a little something, because we had a, when we compared notes, we didn't really know each other. We knew each other through our grieving group and what have you, and, you know, we all, thousands of us talk amongst each other, because we all know what each other's feeling, pretty much, whether you've lost one two, three, your only child, uh, one of ten, it's all the same. You know what I'm saying? In many ways, it's basically all the same. We've lost a child. So, um, but we discovered something between us that blew my, and even though I have the intuitiveness, it blew my socks off, and I think it really blew hers off too, Denise, right? <laughs> yes. Why did we tell, and it's kind of funny, because there was no plans for Denise to come on. Denise and I talk on occasion, and she called me today with something else, and she goes, you know, yeah, I'd like to, and I've offered before to come on, and but she's a very busy woman. She does, you know, health care and got her own things going on and um, takes care of the elderly like I used to do. We have that bond, too. And um, And I said, you know what, after what happened between you and I, you're coming on tonight. I wouldn't let you say no, did I? <laughs> no, not at all. I would not let her say no. I, I said, you have to come on, and we have to share that story in a little bit that happened between us. And that I don't know what to make of. That that one, Melissa, I've, I don't think I've shared that story with you. But this is going to blow your socks off, so put your flip-flops on. <laughs> oh, I've got them on, and they're adorable. Oh, me, watch it. off. You know, <laughs> it was crazy, crazy. And I have some more. So actually, somebody called in, a son of my, uh, my son, a friend of my son's who shared their own story. I'm not going to mention names. Some people don't want to be, you know, their names mentioned on the air. But that was another amazing story, how my son came to her child. And uh, it was freaky. So um, you, you want to tell more about where they could send donations for the foundation, um, Denise, and, 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 and how we go about doing it. And we're granting – I just want to make it clear, and Denise and I want to make this very clear. Though we are different under different names, we work together, and, and, and we do not grant more than one wish per family. Perfect. It just can't. It's Perfect. not feasible. And there are some people no. that think we do, that they can keep bleeding and bleeding and bleeding, and I don't want to say it in that tone. We can't do that. I'm sorry. There's other people out there. You, you take the wish of your dreams. We grant it, and that's it. That's final. We can't grant well, three, four, five, ten. If we could, we'd be happy to, but we just can't. We just can't do it. The funds aren't well, that why. readily available. There's a lot of work and preparation in granting these wishes, and we have to give everybody a chance to have a wish. What do you feel right. about you that? You don't want to take it away from anyone else either that would need it. You know, like right. that person wouldn't yeah. get their wish if, if somebody was going like. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, people, exactly. People have to do that. You got to be courteous. Of course. Well, that's mm-hmm. why with like our application, you know, we do ha- we do have on there that they are eligible to put to put down two wishes. The first wish is the one that they really want. If that can't get granted, then we have a fallback. But 
as long as one of those wishes are granted to that person, uh-huh. that's it. They're done with their wishes. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You know, we don't, so. you know, yeah, some we don't, pe- they're some not going to get a wish through more than one and- wish foundation and then go up and get one through your foundation or vice versa. We can't do it. It's not, you know, like Melissa said, we can't take away from others. Yeah. No, one, no. one wish per family, per person, you know, no matter what their age is. Because mm-hmm. there isn't, there is not a lot of organizations Funding. out there that will grant wishes to adults with CF. And um, we do. Most of the wishes that are, right, one. Most grant... of the wish foundations are are more, you know, they lean more towards the children. And mm-hmm. I know I have read quite a bit on Facebook of people putting into their wishes through Make a Wish or other found or other wish foundations and. It has taken so long that they're now 18 years old, and they won't be granted now. Yeah, we, we don't put an age up. See, CF was primarily, uh, especially when my daughter was born in 73, a childhood illness. Age. When my daughter was diagnosed at three, average age was 5 to 10 where they lived. Then it went right. up to 18. My daughter actually made it to almost 29 and actually had two children of her own, which was absolutely amazing. So they're living longer, not many past the 30s, some into the 40s. We're still going to grant their wishes because they've been through hell and back. I don't care if you're 40 with CF, we're going to grant you a wish, right? I, yes, that's me and I, I. We're still going to grant your wish, that's, you know. We are not holding your – you know, because you deserve something good too because we know that day-to-day hell you go through, you know. There's no real remission. I mean, there's maybe if you want to say that with that a little bit, uh, good, better times well, than others. But I, wanted, it's still a- I wanted to also add, Peg, about the um, the children or and or adults who are in the hospital with CS that we are also able to help them as far as if it's a child and a parent has to stay with them. I mean, you and I know how expensive it can be to stay at a hospital yep. with our children. And meals and parking and things like that. Yep. You know, we want to be yep. able to focus on that as well. Um, yeah, that's, and help that's those families also. Exactly, because there, I shared a story on several shows about I had a secondhand car because I couldn't afford a new one, and I went to get the car to the parking garage. It was thirty-four dollars a day. It was more than my car than what I paid for. I'm like, how am I going to do this? I can't get my car out. I was there for weeks in the city. And thank God there's a local foundation. I don't know if they're still, but they've helped over the years. The Friends of Karen Foundation, and um, it was up in Croton Falls area. Uh, Sheila Peterson uh, started it. She passed away herself in a car accident years ago. Uh, actually, I had an aunt work there at one point, too. I didn't even know she was working there. And uh, make a long story short, thank God they didn't usually do this, but I was in dire straits. I, I can't get my car out. I have no way of bringing my kid home. They actually helped me get my car out because I didn't have the money to do it. I've actually had to eat the scraps off my son's trays a lot of times. A lot of times he couldn't eat, so whatever he didn't eat, that's how I survived. I didn't have the money to, for weeks at a time in a hospital to eat, for takeout, no. or what have you. It was and a horrible, lot of families so, don't because most families yeah. nowadays, you know, they have both working parents. And if, you know, the one parent is staying with the child at the hospital, you know, they're losing the income and, and you know, yep. whatever that they have. So it, it can get very, you know, very hard for them. So we want to be able to, you know, help. I mean, they're just that like me. I was working. Also. 
I had to leave. Uh, I had a business, a very lucrative business at one time. I had gotten hurt in a car accident. Something I want to share with you. And I, and this is where there's no ego here. When my daughter was dying, I lost some, a couple of high-powered jobs. I went back and became an insurance agent, went to school. I worked two months after I graduated from insurance college. And I had to quit my job to, to uh, be with my daughter. I was forced to drive a taxi. I'm not going to put myself down for it, but I did what I had to do. It was the only job I could do. People go, well, you know, you're so educated, you did this, why are you driving a cab? Because you've got to do what you've got to do to, you know, put food on the table and whatever. And I had a mess. It was hard for me to do certain other things, so I drove. I said, you know what, I'm outside. I'm making money. I can come and go as I want, thank God, with the people that allowed me, understood my situation. That's how it is with the cab business. You've got other drivers. So I was able to do that. So you do what you've got to do to survive, you know. So it, it was a pretty tough time. It was a really rough time. I lost a house to foreclosure uh, right before my daughter died. Uh, a lot of things happen. A lot of things you don't know. You know, a lot of things that I'm going to share in my next book, Race and Honest in Heaven. Uh, the first one was an outline, but I'm going to I'm going to tell all what really really happened. You know, people have no clue. They they make assumptions about really what they thought happened. You know, it was tough times. That. It was tough times. You know, and it's like I did it. You know, I hear. I was talking to someone the other day that's she's got three kids, and, and the kids aren't sick, and the husband's not around at the moment, and she's well. And I'm like, I said to somebody, I said, why isn't she working? Well, she can't find a job. Bull, you can't find a job. You're able-bodied. If I, with MS, could go drive a cab in my, when I was in my 40s and 50s, you can find a job. I'm sorry. Walmart hires. Do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of the excuses, you know. Denise Denise has got her own medical issues, you know, whatever you want to divulge, and she takes care of the elderly. You know, I did that for years. That's what I did for a living, you know, with my MS. So, you know, I don't want to hear no excuse. I mean, I, I may sound like a old mean peg here, but no, there's no excuses. Get a job. You know what I'm saying? There's always something you can do. Clean a house. I cleaned houses for years. I took care of the elderly. I, I walked pets. I did a lot of stuff. There's something you can do. And if we could do this with these sick kids, you can do it when your kids aren't. Do you agree, Denise? And my big yes, lecture, nobody's going to I don't care. I really, you know what? I, we talk about my show. It's unplugged, uncensored, and it's true. I don't oh, care. but you're being honest. Like, you're making a good point because I feel like there's no excuse. If you're alive and breathing, you can find something yep. to do, whether it be a desk job or something, manual labor. I mean, there's not an excuse. Yeah, if you're not educated, there's other things. I mean, my if you don't feel has, you have enough, there's always something. There's yeah, always something. my daughter has cystic fibrosis bed. I mean, like, you know, she works a full-time job. She still gets in mm-hmm. all her treatment, still does her physical exercise and her workouts and everything else. And it it, it boils down to people are lazy. Yeah. They want yep. everything handed to them. Yep. And they want to sit and complain that, they don't have this, nobody this, nobody that, and, but you they're know. they're not doing anything to fix it. <laughs> they're not. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like yep. I said, you know, right now Michelle is at a 42% lung function, FEV1. Mm-hmm. And if she can do this, everybody else can. Yeah. Yeah, her Very daughter, her daughter is 20, yeah. what, how old is Michelle now, 28? She's 24, I mean 25. Oh, 24. She's working. She's worked as many, many different jobs. Even with other uh, in the healthcare field, which cystic fibrosis with a 42% FE1, which is a lung function test, okay? That's, you know, it's not terrible, but it's not, she's right at that borderline where, what is it, under 30, they put you on the list, you know? Yes. And, uh, or once you start dipping below 40. 
and she's working, you know. So, I mean, there's no excuses. My my daughter, Meg, she uh, wanted her, her son in a um, uh, nursery school. You had to pay. See what she did? She went and worked at a while. She worked at the nursery school. She babysat. She worked at a uh, lightning lube uh, while they were doing oil changes. My daughter cleaned houses when I had the cleaning business with CF. So, and Mark, he worked as a grease monkey at times, um, you know, worked on cars. There's no excuse. Sorry. You know, if these kids can do it as sick as they are, you can do it. So get off your lazy butts and go to work. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. Well, I'm blank and really bored on the air. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I, I am a very empathetic and sympathetic person. Nothing wrong with that. People. Nothing for, you know, if I'm sick now at 60 and doing everything, and you know, we both know that I'm going 24-7, you know, writing, and, 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 yeah, maybe it's not a lot of physical work, but I run around, I have to do this and do that, and doing the radio show, and, and guess what, I'm doing that for free, you know, it's not, don't pat me on the back, it's what I, it's, it's something I gotta do, you know, but it's a lot of work, you think just coming on the two hours and happy, happy, joy, joy, no, there's a lot of preparation involved all week long, you know, getting the word out when the show is and and I have to read if an author's coming on, I gotta read their book and and find time to do that to, to know about them and, and to interview them and it, it's not just a two hour show, pal. You know. It's a lot of work involved, you know, a lot more than you think. You know, and it takes up a lot of my time. Not a lot of free time, you know. So, um just do it. Just don't say no, just do it. <laughs> you know, there you go, you got the Nike thing going on. <laughs> Exactly. I met somebody the other night. She, the Nike she said motto. that she. Where's that shirt all the time? Don't say no or something like that. I don't know. But uh, so anyhow, Denise, I'll tell them where they can send the funds to, and, and it, both our groups are nonprofit. Um, and and uh, where can they? You have a PayPal where they can send the funds to. Could you tell them what the yeah, that is? Yeah, we can. We accept donations or whatever you can afford through PayPal at curecf25 at yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. And it's c-u-r-e-c-f-25 at yahoo.com. Um, yep, and it's, that's our PayPal account. It, it goes straight into our Willie's Wish Foundation account, and that everything mm-hmm. goes towards our wishes that are granted. Yeah, but I have and some we, stuff sent to uh, P.O. Box 446. Uh, Verplank, New York, 10596. And uh, right now I ha- do have some cash that was sent, or actually checks, a uh, couple things, where I'm going to go in the next couple of weeks to call call one of the hospitals and find out who's kind of in dire straits and walk in and just hand them some money for food and parking, you know. So yeah. I don't have a lot, but I'm I'm going to do whatever little bit I got. That's what I'm going to do right now until yeah, every little bit some of the helps, other wishes like come in, some other men. Every little bit helps, you know. Even Every if you, little bit helps, even if it's five cents. If you send two dollars in, if if a thousand people sends two dollars in, that's two thousand dollars. Look at it that way. Right. Everybody can a couple bucks. Yeah, you know, forget your coffee one day. You know, a thousand people yep. forget your, your coffee. Like, and and that's two thousand. That's that's enough to do a wish. You know. So think of yeah, it in that that's term. Probably you don't have a hundred or a thousand, depending on what they want. You know, it could be yeah. you know two grand could be enough for two wishes. Like I said, depending on what you know the wish is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I do want to emphasize, though, we do not buy houses, we do not buy vehicles, um, mm-hmm. or anything like that through the foundation. That that's yep. a little too much for us. Um, at, you know, yeah, at I this mean, point, there are I, some dire straits without a vehicle. We can 
possibly, which I've tried to work on, a uh, secondhand car for somebody that's really, um, you know, like in my situation, needs a wheelchair at times or whatever. Uh, if we can get a donation of that, we can't go out and buy you a car. Trust me. I went two years at times without a car because I couldn't afford one. So, right. you know, don't think that we're going to go out and buy you a brand new car. We can't do that. It's, that's, not, that's not a reality unless someone does donate it. And if someone's willing that's listening to donate to someone that should that ever come up, uh, that'd be great. You know what I'm saying? I did call dealerships and try to get donations for someone. I, well, it's not feasible. I can't do it. You know, I tried. I really did try. So, um, and we want to let you know about the paperwork. There is, uh, we have rules, of course. And tell them about some of the rules with our paperwork. We, we do check you out with the doctors, so we know that you really have CF. Um, right. We do need a doctor's signature um, stating that that they do have CF. Um, mm -hmm. I I don't leave it up to a doctor to say that they're too healthy for a wish. Mm -hmm. I don't feel that it's a doctor's place to say that, oh, they have a 99% FEV1, so they're too healthy for a wish. I don't want to know any of that. I don't care we about don't, that. I don't, don't care. care. They we have, have a 103% FEV1. All yep. I want to know is that to verify that they have CF. As long as we have a verification that they do have CF, we will yep. do everything that we can to grant yep. their wish. Yeah, but I went through that with Mark. When I went to, when Mark was still, he was 15, he was still not having any lung issues. And his pediatrician, who's been in our lives since I had my son before him, says, he's not sick enough. I can't sign this. I said, no, he's got CF. Thank God, because a year later, Mark's, Mark went from 90-whatever, FEV1. Within a year, Mark went down to less than 50. So he at least got to, at least got to, I sound like an Italian here, at least got to enjoy his wish, okay, which exactly. was a shopping. Exactly, and that's what we want, you know. We want to be. Sometimes want it can happen within a matter of months. To be able to Boom. enjoy. Exactly, you know, and that's what our enjoy the wish of their dream. And we're not, um, we, you know, we are. Not, I just want to let everybody know we're not putting down make a wish. They're wonderful. They granted my kids wishes. I praise my them. My kids both got wishes also through that, <clears> and and yeah. at that time they didn't have the guidelines that they do now, and they they were fantastic. I mean, my son, they they sure. flew us out to California. Willie wanted to play hockey with the uh, Mighty Ducks. Um, hockey team, and um, right. they flew us out to California. Willie played hockey with the Mighty Ducks. We got to see the game that night. They gave us tickets to Disneyland. Um, right. We had a wonderful time. We were out there for a week, and it was it was wonderful. Yeah, both they of my kids got a really got, uh, wonderful job. Other uh, shopping sprees, but it ended up they got more because when we got there, they were given seventy five discounts and seventy five percent. And and my son came home. We went to Palisades Mall. They had us to dinner to pick us up in the limo. Same with my daughter went to Galleria. And by the time we got done, the wish probably turned into like six, seven thousand dollars. He came home with so much stuff. I was now go buy me a house to put it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. He got. He got, uh, and he actually went, there was a family, I'm not going to mention the names, but the widowed woman with four children, and they were his friends, and they didn't have much. My son actually took some of those sneakers, I have to tell you, I have to tell you how Mark was, and the skateboards, and gave them all sneakers and skateboards out of his wish. Because what am I going to do with all this stuff, you know? And that shows you with the heart, these kids, they think of others, you know? So I, 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 I felt like I had a pretty amazing kid to do something like that. I really did, you know? 
And uh, and, and I'm mean, sure you you had an amazing kid also. Your your kids are. I mean, I didn't know Willie, but Michelle sounds like unbelievable. You know, she's she's a go getter. You know. Yeah, so we, we are blessed. His shirt off his back. Yep, yep. That's the way these kids are. They just learn a different way of thinking and a different way of life, and and they do for so much, so much for everybody else. And yeah, they have their anger moments because of their illness. Mark could be oh, he could be a a monster at times with me, but he used to vent on me because he knew I wouldn't leave him. So yep. I mean, they had their moments, you know. People say, oh my God, you let him talk to you. Sometimes I didn't know what to do, you know, because I knew he had so much anger, but yet he had so much love at the same time, you know. And uh, but and they that's didn't come with a handbook, huh? I said, and they didn't come with a handbook. No, none of them, none of them. You know, you got to get a marriage license, a dog license, <laughs> but you don't get a, a birth license, really. <laughs> it's it's true. It's true. They don't take blood tests really well, of course, when we go to the doctor. For, but when you have this kid and all of a sudden you're like, okay, now what do I do? And then you get handed a child with an illness, whether it be CF or Celia or, 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 or Tay-Sachs or uh, what's the other ones? Uh, um, oh, I can't even think of it now. <clears throat> you know, any of the genetic or, or leukemia or whatever, and it's like, you know, I had a medical background. Denise has got a medical you know, what about the people that don't have any? And I wasn't trained in cystic fibrosis. I knew nothing about it. Most doctors at that point didn't know about it in the 70s, you know? They knew I knew nothing illness. about it when the kids were diagnosed. They were both diagnosed yeah. in 89, and I knew nothing about it. I was just like, huh? Willie was I know. I, I, I went, shy I went of his school. second I birthday. They didn't mention that then. I never even knew what the hell it was. I didn't know what it was. Nope. Then when Me my daughter either. was diagnosed, my husband nonchalantly says, well, that's what you need. My cousin died of. She was a year old. I'm like, so nobody talked about it being genetic or whatever or what happened. I just knew this little girl died. And I remember my daughter being born. I was like, oh, she looked just like Janine. I'm like, oh, gosh, she looks like that poor child. I'd never seen Janine. And three years later, my daughter was diagnosed with the same thing, you know. And then you have the family feuds, like, well, it's not from my side. No, it's not from my – yes, it is. It's from both. You both parents have to be from carriers both. in yep. order to – child we carriers are symptom free we do not have the disease we all every human being on this earth carries three defective genes people don't realize some of the things about genetics you know and it's the way it meets if two carriers marry there's a you know i had four children two of the four had it you know um the other two uh now the carrier test when they decide if they decide to have children they were tested for the disease. They don't have it, but they could be carriers, you know. And any child uh, that a person has with CF, their children are carriers, you know. And um, so I have, you know, I won't go into it because I don't know if they want me to talk about it. But, you know, I have other people in my family that are carriers, you know. So, that, and they can have children with it and their grand, grandchildren with it. So we still got to fight for this because it's in our family, you know, besides in memory of our children, you know. And we're not associated with, let's say this, Denise, the CF Foundation. That's the money for research. You know, people say, oh, I donated to CF Foundation. Well, that doesn't help us. I mean, that's great if you do that, you know. Uh, we want the cure. I worked for them for years trying to raise the funds to get the cure. Our foundation isn't funded by anybody but you guys, okay? Um, and just we need, we're depending on your CF, With the CF Foundation, just to let it mm-hmm. be known also, Peg, they do not – all any money that is collected from the CF Foundation goes to research. It does not go to CF families. It does uh, yeah, not no, go no, you're to t- help CF families mm, yep. in any way, shape, or form. It does yep. not – they do not help, you know, do anything with medications or – Anything like no. that, as yep. far as 
them collecting any kind of money. It is all strictly for research. Yeah, so it's if research. people are donating to the CF yep. Foundation, it's just going to research. It is not going to help these kids, you know, one with on wishes nope. or anything else. No family with members, medic- nothing. Nothing. Because and I, I know medication. Denise will tell you, and I can tell you, even though we had insurance, some don't, I've got to help them, even with insurance and the co-pays. These kids ran into, am I right, around millions a year? Millions. Millions. Well, I can tell the you last that year, $2 million. The other day, well, no, last month I want to say it was, we got a itemized bill uh, for Michelle for her medication for four months. It was an uh-huh. itemized bill that, you know, insurance picked up and everything, and it was close to $80,000. Oh, yeah, for one, and one month, people. Four, that was just for her mm-hmm. everyday medications. Yeah, Mark ran. Mark had run because he also had the liver issues, and we were feeding him at the end through a TPN bag, specially devised, plus the antibiotics, plus the other IVs, plus the oral medications, plus the insurers, which was not covered. It could run forty thousand a month, a month. And at the yep. end, when my my husband died nine months before him, I had to pay the direct premiums of four thousand three hundred and eighty nine dollars. I'll never forget the figure. Every three months plus copays. That is, I had to get help then, and I appreciate Alexis Augusta, um, whose father owns the grandstand, and Jackie LeBeau, who owned the Harbor, who's just opening another restaurant. They went out and single-handedly raised money. A uh, uh, company I work for, Construction Industry Council, Ross Pepe, who's the head of the Tappan Zee Bridge Project and head of all the unions, they raised money to help pay the premiums. I couldn't do it. I didn't have a pinch. I didn't have anything. I had just my disability coming in. People like, well, didn't you try for Medicaid? Yeah, we try for it all. And, yeah, we still have to pay things, guys. Medicare, Medicaid, yep. they don't cover everything. They don't. People don't realize no, they that. Don't. They have no idea. That's like, you know, right now with Michelle, we're we're having a problem with her pomazine. Um, She is prescribed to do the pomazine twice a day, and... Mm-hmm. Medicaid and Medicare will only pay for it for once a day. And we were yep. told to call Ginseng, who is the manufacturer of the Palmazine, because they mm-hmm. supposedly help with the second box, but they no longer do that anymore. So yep. I either have to come up with over $6,000 a month out of pocket, so mm-hmm. she has a second Not box bad. of Palmazine, or she goes mm-hmm. down to doing Palmazine once a day. Yep, and so Amazon's necessity with CF. It breaks up that mucus, you know, that mucus yep. that's chemically abnormal. You know, I, I'll tell you a story about me. Everybody knows I got MS. I have also, um, I have MS lung disease and, and asthma, and I have to do albuterol. And every time I go to my doctor, she writes my prescription for so many boxes a month, and then they hand me like a fourth of it. So I got to keep going back. They won't give it to me in one shot. And I'm like, what is wrong with you people? That's not – that. everybody deserves at least a month's supply, so I go through stuff myself. You know, who gives them the right or what gives them the right to decide who lives and dies? This, it's coming down to that in the medical field, you know. It really well, is. They're deciding. They're playing God, you know. That's what I said it's, the other day to the nurse at Michelle's doctor's office. I was like, you know, I just – I really don't understand how someone who sits behind the desk and processes these insurance claims and everything has the right to deny mm-hmm. something that a physician says this patient needs X amount yep. of times a day or whatever yep. 
and they deny it and say, oh, no, we don't want to pay for that. Who are they? They're I've not had, a medical professional. <clears throat> They're not a I've doctor. Had, and why do we need preauthorization for well, special I, medication? Well, with my, my albuterol, the, the, the druggist said to me one day, because they, they prescribe for four times a day for me, okay, every six hours. And he says to me, well, this is for emergency use. I said, I have chronic lung disease. I have the, the – because of my um, MS – my lung function isn't what it should be because of the way the disease works. People don't realize they think MS is just about walking. No, it affects the organs too, you know. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I have to take it. It's not an emergency situation, just like CF. They got to do their albuterol, their Zopinex, you know, which is similar to it. Yep. You got to do it. It's not just an emergency. It's to keep you clear, you know, to keep the bronchial, to keep, keep the bronchial tubes open, you know. And uh, so we can cough and what have you. And, you know, I even. Now with MS, um, when my son, right before he passed, I had someone come in with a new vest from him. She found out had MS. She ordered me one. She goes, you know, they're using that with MS, too, because we get the chest tightening where our chest freezes up and we can't breathe, you know. And so I have a vest now. I use, I use the machine, too. You know, and that machine, when we got it from Mark, it was $16,000, the machine. Yep. I don't know. What did you You got the vest, too, right? Yes, and I think ours was somewhere around that. We got ours in the early 90s, and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, thank God at that time they did, you know, insurance did paper. We had no problem, and, yep. you know, it was it was wonderful because, you know, as you no know. No more pounding on two, them, no more beating them. As right, you know, you having two them, children beat them, break, the, break yes, up, to bring it up. You know, we had to do chest PT, you know, three times, three, four times a day, sometimes six yep. times a day, depending on if they were sick or not. And, you know, that really gets to your arms and your hands. Well, I'll tell you, being that I had uh, gotten diagnosed semi-diagnosed with EMS, and I said, I can't do this. I I physically don't have the fine motor skills to pound. There were times I still did. And that's when they finally ordered the vest for him, and the insurance did pick it up, thank God, for 16000 because there's no way in hell that I could have done $16,000 for it, you know. But now, I mean, the guidelines suck. They really suck. And so that's something, you know, Denise and I have also discussed, too, about uh, getting some bill signed in, in D.C. at some point, right, about some of Because yeah. there's been places where two kids have CF and they'll deny one the medication they need. Uh, you've told me about that, right? Oh, goodness, yeah. You know, before Willie had passed away, you know, first of all, Willie and Michelle both have CF. Uh, uh-huh. We were told in 19... 19- 1989, I think it was, towards the end of 89, yep. about applying for SSI. And, you know, I did whatever they had told us, the hospital told us to do. They helped us with the paperwork and everything. Michelle was approved yep. for her SSI December of that year, and yep. uh, they denied really for two and a half years. They told me he wasn't sick enough, he didn't have this, he didn't, you know, qualify yep. for that, blah, blah, blah. You know, it took two and a half years to even get his SSI at the time. They need it. They for need the SSI. All their, you know, for all their lives, they've pretty much always been on the same medication, you know, the dopaminic. Yep. And, again, before Willie had passed away, he, I would have to pay a $25 copay for mm. his dopaminic, and the shows was free. They have the same yep. insurance. There yeah, exactly. Was never I, it was crazy. Different. I went my daughter, the same thing. I, you know, she got it. I forgot how old. Um, but and there was a situation she couldn't do because she she would lose her SSI. 
They make you do some things that you can't do, you know. You can't sometimes get married because of it, you know, because you'll lose it. Yeah. And no one can make enough money if you ain't got health insurance to support you. So they, they deny people to even marry the proper way. Or yep. like with Mark, Mark, because his father was disabled, I don't think Mark, Mark never got the SSI, but he did get the SS disability, uh, SSID or whatever it was. But that was only SSD, towards the end. Yeah. I was I was fully supporting this kid. I, I um, it, it was tough. And I asked his dad, I told him at the end, I said, you know, just give me $10 a day for his extra food. Because that's another thing. These kids eat just to maintain their weight the, for like a three people. Just to maintain their weight in most cases, you know. Both of my kids had to eat for, for like they were three people. They even allow now, I have to give the, the government this, they allow, they allow, I don't know anymore, but they allowed that uh, the food is a tax deduction. I don't know if you realize it, Denise. The excess food is a, is a tax deduction for CF. I never paid any attention to that because yeah, when the kids that were is that, that went back years ago. They allowed that because, you know, the hospital food wasn't nowhere near enough for them to eat, so we were forever trying to, you know, order out, or it, it, it cost me, you know, a lot when they ended up in the hospital, and that's where... Ooh, we, I had to eat while I was there, I couldn't come back and forth from the city with my illness or leave him, and and then plus he had to eat more than what they were getting. Finally, the dietitian, I, I said, look, I can't do this, and he's got to eat more, and that, you know, most of the hospital food's crap anyhow. But I yep. was always buying him. I I would go without totally, or I would eat the crap on his tray that he didn't want. Like I said, and and buy him the takeout. You know, it was it was a struggle. It was it was a struggle, and that's like I said, some of the things that Denise and I will be helping with, not just the um, the wishes, but the uh, the parking and the um, feeding some parent. And that's what I plan on doing like yep. in a couple of weeks. A little bit of cash. I don't have a lot, but I'm going to walk in. It'd be enough to maybe feed somebody for for maybe five days or a week. You know. And uh, that was for, through donations through people. So you know, none of this is not going in our pocket. We're both, you know, it's nonprofit. It's tax deductible and what have you, what have you. So I just want to let people know that. So anyhow, okay, we, we discussed the CF. Um, let's tell our story what the show's about. Melissa, you're still there. <laughs> yes, I am. I, I, I'm sorry. thinking it all you know, about I tell listening her, and learning as, as we go on. She, she's. I tell her she's my Ed McMahon of the Johnny Carson show because Ed would just sit there and improvise. <laughs> some, some shows, is Melissa, and we yap away, we yap away. But I need her. She is my right and left arm both. You know, I need Aww, her for a lot of things. And sometimes she doesn't get to talk as much, but she improvises and she helps and contributes. And I'm hoping she'll do something tonight. I'm going to ask you a little bit of a favor. But hold on with that one. She doesn't even know. I swear, as God is my judge, she doesn't know about this one. So, and there's something on the show tonight, Melissa. No, no, I'm not asking you to sing because she did try out for X Factor and American Idol. I did. Something else else I'm going to ask you to do in a little but don't worry. So, Denise, tell them the story when we got talking about what the show's about tonight. The, um, you know, we talk about the signs from our loved ones and the the, um, <clears throat> the strange things that happen. We got talking one day. Um, now, tomorrow is Willie's birthday on the 30th. Mark was November 30th. Willie is April 30th. Mark died February 2nd. Willie died December 2nd. So it's kind of like reverse, like dates. Well, like I said, I don't believe in coincidence, but whatever, whatever. But Willie was, um, what, about not quite a year and a half older than Mark? Yeah, about that. He was born in 87. 
He, and Mark was born. And that's how we hooked up, actually. You had a picture of a butterfly that said uh, the years was 87 and 88 on it, right? No. No, I really we were talking. No, I, I, well, I thought it was us, the 87 and 88. I thought that's how we hooked up. It was a picture of a butterfly. It looked like one wing said 87, 88, and you were concerned. I thought it was you. And I said, no, no, my, no, maybe it was somebody 87 else. 87 and 89. Oh, okay, so no, okay. Because well, somebody had 87, 88, and it was a picture of a butterfly, and they said, oh, gosh, I lost one. And is that maybe it was Lori? I don't know. I don't remember. But I said, well, my son was born in 88, and it kind of captured me. And then I ended up hooking up with another CF parent. I thought it was you. Well, anyhow, you and I got yapping about our kids in general, just mom to mom, you know, not just CF mothers, the kids of CF talking. We were talking about our kids and imaginary friends. Tell, her, tell them your story and that what we realized must have been going on. Tell them a story. I love it. Melissa, I've never told you this. Where do you hear this one? You go, girl. You're on stage now. (laughs) We lived in New Jersey at the time, and Willie was about about 17, 18 months old. I was pregnant with Prior to March, maybe a month. Maybe a month we found out. Go ahead. Yep. Um, I was pregnant with Michelle, and Willie was such a good kid when he was younger. You know, well, he was a good kid all his life. But anyway, he always liked to play, and, you know, he played by himself in his room, and it was one time in the beginning, you know, I'd hear him talking and just never really paid much attention to it. You know, I thought he was zoom zooming with his cars because he used to zoom zoom when he played with his cars. It's and like Mark, but he says Mark. That's that's some of the ways Mark comes through with their their little and, kids. And um, there was Let's one day I love- asked him. I was like, Will, who are you talking to? He says, My friend, mommy. I said, Your friend? I said, Who's your friend? He says, Marcus. I said, Marcus? Well, he said, yeah. I said, where is he? He said, oh, he's sitting right here with me. And there was nobody in the room with him. And he just went about, kept zoom, zoom with his cars and just playing. And this went on for for months that he would sit yep. in his room and play and talk with Marcus. And I didn't I got know ch- at the time, you know, I, I got chills too. I got goosebumps now. But I do too. You know, Melissa, you even freak- talking with Yeah, people, definitely. Even talking with Marcus. Marcus. Tell her how I've you for, you know, for as long as I did and everything, I never knew that Mark's surname was Marcus. I always referred to him as Mark, as Peggy always did. So I just kind yep. of thought Marcus, you know, Mark actually was just Mark. I did yep. not know that his surname was Marcus. And, you know, we kind of put that together where Peggy had to have been pregnant with Marcus at the time. Yep. That Willie was had his playing imaginary friend, and he was playing Marcus with Marcus. And Mark is a Zoom. I got chills again. I got mad chills. That's them. They're, they're, <laughs> they're the same exact time. over there. It yeah. just he goes takes to show his little you. matchbox cars and up the walls yep. and zoom, zoom, zoom. And it would be just like, okay, that. enough zooming. So what happened was one day I said to her, I came out and I said, well, that, and we weren't even talking about this. I, we were talking about something else. I said, I said, well, you know, my Marcus, she goes, who's Marcus? I said, my son, Mark. She goes, you never told me his name was Marcus. She goes, oh, my God. And Gabby, I, like, I, yep. I was like, Peggy, you need to sit down for this one. And I yep. started telling her, you know, about Willie and his imaginary friend back then and, 
Because when we moved out of Jersey, that was it. He he never spoke to Marcus again, but he remembered him. We would yeah. talk about it when he got older, and he he would remember his friend Marcus. Well, being that him and Mark died within a year of each other, they were a little over a year difference in age. Obviously, my son's soul was already coming to him while I was expecting him. Uh, the only reason I could find how you and I, we ended up hooking up, because we ended up hooking up in a strange way, both with the same dream for these foundations at the same time. And the same yep. thing that we uh, that feeding people and and part, not just the foundation, but the let's go feed these mothers and that got to stay with their kids and pay for their cars to be parked and that they get ripped off, you know. And then this and we started putting two and two is four. Tell me that, Melissa, did that freak you out? That is definitely not a coincidence. No, there's and like I said, we don't believe in coincidence. That, that's just that no, even it's like I can't believe not, they knew that's each weirded other. me out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the funny thing was because I have had actually I had a call a caller on the line actually whose son that he did the same thing to and it, this is another weird story. This was a very good friend of Mark's. She had a baby, and um, she and Mark were very 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 close. Okay, you know what I'm talking about, but she doesn't want her name mentioned, Melissa. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Butterfly girl. <laughs> That's of all I'll describe her. Our butterfly girl. <laughs> story too, but no, she doesn't want her name mentioned. Um, she had a little boy, and um, he didn't know Mark. He was born before Mark died. Mark couldn't have children, of course, and he, so he loved this little kid, but he only saw him, you know, for a couple months. He was a couple months old. She, you know, different father of the child, whatever. So <clears throat> she has a baby monitor on, and her little boy is about maybe same age as Willie, maybe 17, 18 months old, can hardly talk, right, sitting in his room, and she's hearing him talking to somebody in his room. And she's got pictures of my son in the house, and she, of course, well, she, she doesn't talk about him. I mean, you know, she's involved with someone else and just has this picture there. So she goes in the room and says to her little boy, who are you talking to? And he just looks and smiles at her, right? And he's doing the same thing as Willie's, a vroom, 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 with the cars, with the, with the Hot Wheels, okay? And she goes, who are you talking to? He looks, and this kid who never even says hello because he was too young to even talk, points to my son's picture. He goes, Marcus? This happened. I got chills again. <laughs> she called me up. She goes, are you sitting down? you got to hear this one. And she told me this story. Uh, I almost had an accident in my pants. <laughs> so here he comes again, Mark. And this is after Mark had passed, okay? And the little boy didn't know him. I mean, what, what did he know at two months old when Mark passed? You know what I'm saying? That was crazy. Now, I have a third one similar story. Um, Mark's best friends, two of them had babies um, after Mark passed. The one decided, the one had a girl, so she didn't do the namesake. The other had a little boy, and she named him Lincoln Marcus for Mark, right? And she's telling me stories, and I just actually saw them a couple weeks ago, my, my son's namesake. Well, she goes, you know what? I look at him. He is so much like his namesake. She says, you know, the father isn't that in the cars like Mark was, but he always wants his little matchbox and the little Hot Wheels or whatever, and he's in there and he's playing with somebody all the time. And she goes, "I know it's Mark, you know." So this is three stories before he was born, how his soul came to Willie. I, I, I'm Denise. Is there any doubt in your mind it was Marcus? Seriously, Denise. I'm here. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were there. 
Hold on, yes, I want to just I'm check here. my phone. I've got a battery space here or something. Hold on. You there? Yep, Hello? I'm here. Okay. Oh, no, my battery's fine. Yeah. So is there any doubt in your mind it was Marcus? Uh, absolutely not. No, nope. mine either. What do you think, Melissa? Oh, it was definitely him. Even before he was born, that's what really got me, you know? Yeah, I feel like and that's he, how the connection started, you know, between you and her and the children. Yeah, there's so many similarities because, you know, she has um, doesn't have MS, but they thought at one point you did too, didn't they, Denise? They thought I did, yeah. I have uh, fibromyalgia really bad. Which is similar. My sister has that. It's very similar to MS. And we both were taking care of the elderly. We have a lot of similarities. We both came up with this idea at the same time, didn't even really know each other, about the Wish Foundation because of the Make-A-Wish, not granting the wishes when they're healthy. So I really think there is more to the story, obviously, than meets the eye. And I believe that our children from the other side has made us join forces, you know, and to do good work in their name and to help these other kids, you know. And I hope to God people that are out there listening to the show, you know, help us. Help us to help them, please. It's not going on our pockets. We, You know, I do this. She she works. We're not trying to make money. Honest to God, it's not about us. It's about helping people. You don't understand how important it is to us since we've lost these kids to help others. It, it just gives us something. You know, it gives us something to live for, you something know. Something to look for. Yes, I was just going to say that. Peg. Something else, you know, other than our family. Something else other than, you know, to live for and mm-hmm. to be yep. able to help other people and also keep our children's memory alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, same as you, right, you know, I talk about Willie all the time. I, you know, I know he's here. I feel his presence all the time. Yep. Um, yeah, we're not crazy faith. people. And grief is not a mental illness. Grief is a very no, my, real thing, uh, you know. It's my real. faith is what also has been keeping me going. Yes, you know, mm-hmm. with his birthday tomorrow and then two days afterwards is May 2nd, which marks 17 months that he's gone. You know, yes, mm-hmm. it is hard. And It is hard, yeah. And we we have, we sometimes, we don't want to get out of bed still. Even, even though I'm intuitive, like I've said before, we're human. It's hard every day. We struggle every day to get up and not... Jump off a bridge, you know. We're not. We're not saying we're suicidal. The, the thoughts have been fleeting from many grieving parents. It's like, but that's selfish, and we can't. We have to find purpose, and this is giving us purpose to keep going by helping yes, these other is. people through what we've been through. You know, we've been there. We know what it's like. You know, and, and if, um, if they don't have the Lord in them, they need to seek it because having faith is yeah. the best thing that can help you get through this. Exactly. Because I think without faith, I don't think I would have made it. But no, I mean, know. I would have just throw it and said, what, what's it for? What's it, what's it all about, yep. you know? I know Willie is on the other side now, and I know I know he's breathing easy, and I know he's me still too. here. Well, that's that's the, 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 the thing that keeps me going is knowing that my kids ain't in pain anymore, you know. And, you know, people say, well, well, at least they're not suffering. Well, they suffered enough. Let me tell you, people, they suffered enough while they were here. I hope to God they're and not suffering And while they were anymore. here, we suffered with them. Exactly, and we're and still suffering. now that they're gone, we're still suffering because they're gone and we no longer have them. Yep, yep. The empty chair, like I wrote that poem at Christmas, the empty chairs. You know, yep. you, your tables are filled, you know, with your children at the holidays. We sit there and... 
how, how, how the hell do you expect us? To, we don't. We can't forget. They were real. Our other kids doesn't make up. We love our other children. Of course we do. But you know well, what? Like, they're all individuals. Today, they're all different. Today I had to. Uh, I had to call the funeral home today because um, they had messed up on Willie's uh, death certificate and they put mm-hmm. Willie was a junior. And um, I think I had told you this. On his death certificate, they put Father William Joseph Duresky, Jr., so they have it down that he was his own father. Now, again, we're going on 17 months, and um, yeah. I called them again today to ask them about the paper that I need to sign so that I can get, mm-hmm. you know, the correct copy of the death certificate. And she said, right. oh, your son's name was William? I said, no, my son's name is William. You know, I, I don't talk about him in past tense as if he doesn't oh. exist. Nope. Yeah, I hate that, too. You know, his name, no matter what, he may not physically be on this earth, but he is still here. His spirit is still his here. His soul is yes. still here. His name is William. Well, that's what people you said know, to me. Oh, how many children do you have? I have I have four. Oh, well, how, what do they do? Well, the two are in heaven. Oh, well, you had two others? No, I have four. I have four. Yeah, yep. okay. yeah they're I always have, with you no matter what. It's like, it's like um, heaven is almost like another door. You know what I mean? They're still here. They still mm-hmm. exist. You know? No, it's or they're not floating on clouds playing like I, I tell every show. They're right, not, exactly. They're not up there, uh, horns with Gabriel. They're glad, if you saw that movie, we had a, a show last week on, uh, Melissa and I went to see, um, uh, Heaven, is, not Heaven um, is for Real? Yeah. It's real. And it's yes, like, it is. This, it, this kid really, he looked like Mark. And he, it got me laughing because he had the little stick out ears like Mark. You know, my <laughs> husband used to call Megan him taxis going down the street with the doors open with those ears. What are you kidding around? <laughs> and, he, yep. and Melissa, I remember her looking over at me because she was thinking the same thing. I was she, checking on you. Know, I know. <laughs> tears started coming. I'm trying not to. In the theater, and yeah, and, and Mark did a thing when he was forced like, up in a chair, saying, "Born to be wild." This kid yeah. gets to heaven, and he's a preacher's kid. And <clears throat> I talked about it last week. And they were they were going on a trip before he had the appendicitis, right? And the yeah. father, they're singing gospel music, and Jesus loves me, or whatever they were singing. And all of a sudden, he goes, and it wasn't "Born to be wild." It was some other, and I can't remember the song. Melissa, did you figure it out? It was. Um, Similar to Born to Be Wild. We will rock you. We will, we will rock, rock you. Rock you, okay? Yeah. So he says to his father on the trip, he goes, can we sing this now? So they all started singing. We will, right? So anyhow, it reminded me of Mark at karaoke at Seaside. You know Jersey Girl. She's a Jersey Girl, even though she's in Florida. We were at Seaside. We were in front of the beachcomber. They were doing outside karaoke. My kid gets up on the chair at four years old, and he sings it. Verbatim, every knew every word to 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 Born to Be Wild. He brought down the he brought down the boardwalk. This kid, and when I saw this kid do that, I said, "Oh my gosh, Mark's coming through even in the movie," you know. So, yeah. but anyhow, he goes to heaven, and the the uh, Jesus greets him when he walks him through like this church, and yeah, there's buildings there just like here, and. I think I asked him if he was afraid. He said no. And the angels were humming and doing beautiful sounds and blah, 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 blah. And he goes, excuse me, do you know we will rock you? And the angels actually started laughing. So, you know, everybody thinks we're going to be up there and, and floating around on clouds and looking like we belong to a, <laughs> a charming 
or the stay stay puffs or stay uh, uh, softy toilet paper. So, I don't know. It ain't like that. It's like here. It's a mirror image, just more intense and beautiful, and no pain, no suffering, yeah. happiness. And like they you know, said, so the that, colors are more vibrant. Like things are not as you expect them. It's just like more beautiful than Earth. This is like a test. Yeah. You know? Yep. That rainbow the other day. Yeah, I, this I, is I, just I, our temporary home. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. 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 We are yep. all here and, on borrowed uh, time. I, I'll tell you, when I talked about that rainbow, that was like I told you, it was really strange because, yeah, I, I have intuitiveness, but I've, I'm also able to see a little bit into the future at times. I don't like that part of my gift. I never did. And that's why I never got into the rest of it, you know? Well, a friend of mine was going through something, concerned about someone, blah, 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 the other day, and um, I couldn't get up her stairs to get into her house, so she brought the party down to me. <laughs> I had to bring something to her. Um, and, and drop it off that I borrowed. And uh, she goes, you know what? I'm coming down to you. So we sat in my trunk, uh, trunk, not my, my truck, <laughs> put on the oldie oh, station, what? which I don't really, I got, I had the 70s rocking, you know? So I said, what the heck, you know? So we sat there, and it was, the sun was out, and I, I looked at her, and right before it started to rain, I said, you have to stay here right now. And she says, well, you can't go yet. I said, something weird's going to happen. This was an hour before it happened. Then it started to rain, and I had told her I, before the rain, I said, uh, there's going to be an unusual rainbow. I don't know where I'm getting this from, but I don't know. And she knows I'm, I have, she's known for 20 some years I've got abilities, you know. And she always calls me when I, things happen, the witch, which I'm not a witch, people. I'm not a witch. She just kids around. Well, we're sitting there, and I said, you can't go. There's going to be an unusual rainbow. Just before she goes to get out of my car, my truck. I said, oh, my God, look to the right. Right by her was that rainbow. Melissa saw it that day and sent me that picture. I didn't even talk to Melissa because she's the rainbow yeah, girl. I had a feeling there was going to be a rainbow. I remember I was telling this story, like you and I at the same time. I just got mm-hmm. out of kickboxing class, and for no reason at all, I looked up in the sky, and I'm like, there's going to be a rainbow today. <laughs> just like, it was an unusual of, rainbow. Yeah. I like, the, went about my the, day. I have never later, like, was a huge rainbow. And I could had a picture of her from the city that I put on my site and put on for the show tonight. That I had that blue like they were talking about in that movie. That was the bluest blue I've ever seen, more intense than the regular blue that I've ever seen in a rainbow in my life. Oh yeah. But prior the sky on my side of the car, it like the sun came out, but as I swear I swear to you guys, I'm not kidding. Like the sky opened up and it was like, Oh my god. My girlfriend looked at me and she says that is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's almost like the heavens opened up, and that was to the left of yeah. me. The rainbow ended up coming a little bit later on the right of her. She goes, how are you talking? I said, no, I don't know what that is. That ain't normal. Well, there was, there was a big, huge circle in the sky between the clouds, and I thought yeah. that was odd because I've never really seen that before. It literally looked like the clouds just pushed to the side yeah. with a big, huge hole in it, and then the rainbow literally like shot through. And I couldn't believe exactly. it. I was like, I've never, ever. Yeah, but this was on the opposite side. I, I saw this on one side, the rainbow, and they're coming on that. the other. It was yeah. weird. And then what happened was, while we're sitting there, I'm just going to sum this story up. A friend of hers comes walking out. She's a school teacher. And I never met her before. Her name, and I bring up the name Lillian a lot on the show. I have a lot of Lillian. Well, it turns out her name's Lillian. So we're talking. She was on her way to see her elderly mother, and you know she's going through a lot. You know, I guess dementia, whatever, and with the with the mother, and and we got talking about her family a little bit, and then we got talking that I was an author and I had a radio show, and it turns out she's also has a gift, and we had the oldie station on, and in the beginning of my book, I write the poem, "The Night Meg Died," actually my special angel, 
Well, just as she's talking and telling me her mother's birthday is the same day that Mark died, February 2nd, the one she's going to sing. There was no coincidence her coming out at that time. <clears throat> the song comes on my special angel, and I have the Sirius radio, and it comes up with the name on it. She looks over at the radio, and she goes, my little girl. I said, what? I said, no, that's my daughter's song, because it, it played three times passing her house after she died, when I couldn't go past her house, and each time I went, it would come on the radio. I wrote the poem prior the night she passed to it. She looked over. It did not say my special angel right away. It said my little girl. On my on on across the board on my radio on my car, I flipped. I said, "Well, that's my daughter sending me a sign because the anniversary Mother's Day is coming up. And she died on Mother's Day, and May twelfth is coming. And last year, I think it was both again on the same day, which was tough, you know. But it's even tougher because I have to celebrate the date and Mother's Day again, you know. So that, that was, was like when she we don't... went. Oh, what? sorry, that was like when we went to the park that time, the FDR park, and your radio oh, was yeah. acting crazy when we were together. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah, they come through. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and every time that it kept freezing, it kept going back to the same exact point. We were coming out. I was invited to um, FDR Library with a bunch of famous authors. It was a weird thing how I got there. The guy saw my vanity plate. He was writing about FDR, and then he left a note. He was a lawyer. Left a note at my door. I called him. He goes, "You know, I'm interested in vanity plates, and I'm doing a book on it because FDR had the first one." Blah blah blah. Had no idea I was an author. I said, well, I'm also an author. He goes, and the event was on my mother's birthday, July 27th. He goes, I would love for you to be my guest at with all the other authors. So I said, of course, I'm not going to refuse it. I rub an elbows with the big guys, you know. Went up to the FDR park, did my thing with the other authors, got pictures taken, which we haven't gotten those pictures yet, by the way. i got to get them. They were in the paper. Oh, yeah. Um, remember that day? And we were leaving there, and that song kept going, what, what makes you, what, what is it, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, and it would shut up in between yeah. the regular other chorus, and then it would come back on and say, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I was like, oh, my God, this is too funny. <laughs> <laughs> and the night Meg died, while I was writing that poem, I was on, I just got up on the phone with Melissa's father, who was now a minister, and I said to my brother that night, I said, I just want to sign. All of a sudden, it's in my book. The stereo started coming on, the lights flash, and the CD player going in and out. So Meg has come through that. Uh, my friend Colleen and I, every time we were on the phone, uh, Colleen was with me when my son passed. Um, we would start talking about Meg, and then my sax machine would come on by itself and then cut us <laughs> off the phone. So, I mean, they, they do. They come through that way. It's crazy, absolutely crazy. But anyhow, I have another caller on the line right now. Let's bring them on and see what they'd like to talk about, okay? Of course. Okay. Okay, hold on, guys. Hello, caller. How are you? What's your name and what state are you from? Hi, uh, I'm in the Southwest, and uh, my name is Patricia. Hi, Patricia. How are you? I'm doing good. I've been listening uh, to what your can we show help and you decided with? to call in. Um, I don't know if you're doing mediumship readings tonight or if um, or if you're connecting with spirit uh, for the callers. Or are you well, asking for... Well, through, um, they come through. Actually, I was going to ask Melissa. Melissa. <laughs> Melissa's my niece. Say hi, Melissa. to Patricia. Hello. Hi. Patricia, by the way, that's Melissa's mother's name and my late sister's name, Patricia Ann. Yes, so I don't know if you're Patricia Ann. <laughs> no, I don't have Are you have Patricia Ann? Name. No. I'm sorry? 
Oh, okay. I don't have her well, that's okay. That's fine. Um, I wanted her, being that it was Willie's birthday, if, if maybe Melissa, because Melissa also does the, and I say it wrong all the time, the uh, the journal journaling, uh, creative uh, spirit writing or whatever. Um, I don't know if you got a pen and pen, a pencil and pen handy. If they come through, they come through. We can't always guarantee it. I actually, Denise and I were talking earlier today and uh, about some other mediums and what have you. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing kites, right, Denise? Kites yeah. and 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 Batman and Spider Man. I said, who? What's up with the kite thing? And Denise, you tell her what what you said. <laughs> I said it was Willie telling me to go fly a kite. Was what? That yeah, was. and Willie used to tell her to go fly. <laughs> It's really weird because I tell me all the time. I read the other day. Plus, he was really into the characters like Batman and uh, what was the other one you said? Uh, Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles, right? Yeah, but yes. I was seeing Spider Man, Batman, and kites, and she says, "Yeah, he was into that when he was younger." You know, so he's probably telling her just to be a wise guy. Mom, get off it. I know it's my birthday, but go fly a kite. You know, because these kids did have. <laughs> yeah, that summers. reminds me of the Mary Poppins song at the end. <laughs> really? The fly oh kite gosh. Song. Yeah. Well, uh, Melissa, are you getting anything for Patricia or for Denise? Are you feeling anything? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, yeah, see, Patricia, they come through when they're ready. We we don't force it, sure. you know. Some people may. Yeah. Um, well, I'll okay. tell you a story. Well, Patricia, I'm, seeing, I'm feeling something. Patricia, is there a Lori or a Lori Ann in your life? Uh, No, not that uh, I'm aware of, no. Okay, do you have children? No, I don't. Okay, nieces, some nieces or something. I'm, I'm seeing Lori or Laura Ann or something with something with you. I don't, I don't know what it is, right? And whatever we give you, get a pen and paper. Like I say, take it down because we get read by other mediums because we can't read ourselves. And I've written things down, and three years later, something happened last month that it's like, oh, that's why she said that. Something <laughs> happens later on, and that's how it works sometimes. You know, sometimes we're right on the money. And uh, we have nothing to gain or lose by this because we're not charging anybody anything, you know. You know, we could do the radio show, just go on without any readings. But I'm, I'm feeling a Lori Lori. Well, Denise, what about you? Do you, Maybe you got the Lori or Lori in. No. Nothing? Okay. No. Oh, you're just, we're throwing out there, write it down, okay? Well, write maybe it down. that'll okay. be coming up in the future, you know, and I'll yeah, remember well, that. Yeah, make sure you write it down because that happened to me. Less less than a month ago, um, I'm like, it was just w- even a weird name. I'm, like, I'm looking at my medium like, no. And it was three years after that reading that she had said that, because I have CDs of everything. Wow. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> now it made <laughs> to me, you know. Wow. Yeah, she had said something to me about Josie and the Pussycats a week after my son died. And I'm like, no. And then I, the only thing I could think of back then was that we, I had a girl taking care of my cat, and her name was Joni and the Pussycat. So I thought it was that. Well, the Josie and the Pussycats came out just about a month ago. And I'm like, and it, and it was through a friend of my wow. son who just opened heart surgery. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe this just happened. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> three years down the years line. Later. Wow. Oh, Seeing, gosh. Um, Okay, uh, Melissa, do, she'll pipe in because we kind of like do get the vibes at the same time, similar things, we feed off each other. I'm seeing an altar and a cross. Does that have any significance besides I the regular going? I saw that cross, too. Saw the cross. Okay, yeah, what's, what's this? you were saying cross it. Lori, uh, Lori, um, <laughs> just Lori popping in. Um, 
whoever it is, it may be a distant relative that's that's on the other side trying to talk. I'm feeling Lori. Maybe it's who's coming to me. Who's got the thing with the cross on the altar? Melissa's feeling it, and I'm feeling it. And, and not just going to church and seeing a cross on the altar. Can either one of you claim that? Wow. Um, I have no idea. Well, my whole family um, is kind of religious, but um, I don't know hmm? about the cross on the altar. I really don't know. It's hmm. interesting. What about you, Denise? you feel anything? No, I mean, I have a, a cross that's on my dresser near uh, Willie's uh, uh, picture and some of his things, but not an altar. Uh, what do you, well, well, like I said, uh, Melissa, what are you feeling on this? Um, I don't really have anything yet. I just I saw, like, the crossing that you were saying and then, mm-hmm. like, a picture of a motorcycle. I don't know what that means. If anyone had a motorcycle. Can either one of you relate to a motorcycle? Mm-hmm. The only thing I can say about a motorcycle is Willie always wanted one, and I refused to let him get one. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, maybe yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I had told I told both of my children, and my daughter's boyfriend also lives with us, and I always told them they would never get a motorcycle as, as long as they live under my roof. And okay, well, to me, then, then this is for you. This is for you. This must well, be Willie coming. That's, where, that's what I was just going to say. I broke down four years ago and let Scott get a motorcycle. Scott is my daughter's boyfriend and um, mm-hmm. he's had one ever since and he actually just traded his one in and got a brand new one last Saturday yeah mm. wow well what do you what are your what's your feeling well that's okay it's for you Denise Patricia just hang on okay hon because they come through when they want and sometimes sure. they come through it's for both that we're reading because it's how it works you know I Saturday, I ended up reading three people I didn't know, and I I don't go out. I, I do a lot of cold readings. Um, uh, that's probably some of my best people I don't know. You know, I ran into two people at a party I went to the other night at a closing of a restaurant near me. I didn't even know them, and I ended up reading them, and I was right on the money. Okay, and I was right on the money. There was no money exchanged, but I was right on the money. <laughs> And the lady Lillian that came to my car that saw that thing on the radio that we were just discussing, and she's intuitive. I ended up reading her too from a friend of hers in Germany. <laughs> you know, oh I said, "Who's?" I think it was Harry. I said, "Who's Harry?" Blah 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 blah. And she goes, "Well, I used to live with Harry. He's from Germany." But I said, "Oh, really? I didn't know this woman. I met her two seconds before." You know, I don't know why they channel through me, Melissa. They they come to her where she's actually able to visualize and she starts doing her journaling, okay? I draw pictures, too. <laughs> draw yeah, pictures you were of... talking about childhood things, maybe? Yeah, like mm-hmm. a, I, I kept seeing like a something. swing set. I don't know, a swing set next to a motorcycle next to a cross. I don't know what that oh. means. But that's all no. there... Okay, wait a minute. Is there a... You know what's funny you said that? Because I was just seeing a park. Is there, near either one of you, and Denise, I think this may be for you, is there a park near you, either there or when you were in Jersey, near a church? Near a yes. church? Was yes. there? the church was right across the street from the park. Oh, that's okay, probably that, what it means. I'm the big cross on the altar, and I'm seeing the park, and she's feeling the swing. So, see how we bounce off each other? I was just going to yeah. say a park. I was a park. And was this a church you attended? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, so this is this this is Willie coming through then. Okay, like I said, uh, Patricia, her son uh, died of the same thing my two children died of. Uh, tomorrow's his birthday, 
and I'm 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 feeling Willie. I felt Willie t- earlier today, which I told her about the kite and the Spider-Man stuff or whatever uh, the whatever I was saying. A lot of times I'll do it and then I forget because they just like back out. You know what I'm saying? But there's something with the park and the church. That's okay. Um, was that a church you attended a lot, Denise? Uh, when I was growing up, yes. When I was younger. Okay, that's right across from the park. So that's Melissa. Are you getting that too? The swing set. Yeah. Okay, okay, you she got the swings, I got the park, I got the, we got the cross, I got the altar. Okay, that's what it is, Willie. All right. Okay. Is there a street, Denise, near you called Laura Cross? Laura Laura Lori it may not be a person. Laurel Cross what are the names of the roads where near that? Is there uh, like a, a woman's um, name on no, it was off of Central Avenue and Manhattan Avenue. Um, mm-hmm. Good grief, no you're asking me to think back 28 years. Um, yeah, this is definitely Jersey I'm picking up. It's not in Florida. Yeah, I I don't remember. How about I mean, you, I know. Is there a road near you called Laura Cross or something like Laura, Laurel Hill, Laurel, no. Laurel something? Nothing. But my mom was in a nursing home called Laurel. Laurel. There it is. Laurel. There we go. There we go. That's it. The park, the court, Laurel. There you go. I'm reading both of you. We're reading both of you at the same time. This is how (laughs) spirit works. Okay, it doesn't always have to be a name, but it's either a street or a place, and your mother was in nursing. Is your mother on the other side? Yes. Okay. Uh, Did you want her to come through? Oh, I I always love my mom to come through. Is that when you when you asked us to read you? Did you want? Is that what you were hoping for? I really wasn't hoping for anything. I was just uh, curious, you know, to see who would come through. I have a lot of people, um, mm-hmm. relatives on the other side, and I Richard, welcome who, all of them. Richard, so. Richard, Richard. I'm sorry, Dick. Does somebody have a Richard on the other side? Uh yeah, my cousin. Okay. Okay. Well, I feel right now, now, Denise, we're going to be bouncing back and forth. I'm sorry that we read. Okay. I'm feeling your mother. I'm feeling your mother. And I'm feeling a Richard. I'm not getting your mother's name, but I'm seeing a big S. Does somebody have the name S in their name? Sally, Mm -hmm. Sarah, Serena. Who's got the S in their name? That I don't Sometimes know. I don't always get the name. I'll get a, um, I call it my Laverne, Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> I'll see the big L. I'm seeing a big S up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody with an S. How about you, Denise? You got somebody with an S on the other side? Susan? Mm-hmm. Somebody? No. No? All right. Write it down, guys. Like I said. Like I said, with the, the cross on the altar, now you see how they come through, you know. They, it, they come through like a puzzle. Okay, sometimes some people like, I mean, I can sit there and I've done cold readings where Melissa will tell you, somebody that she worked with that I didn't even know. I just went up to her at, a, at karaoke one night and started reading this poor girl. And it turned out she worked with Melissa. She almost had a heart attack, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm much better on Yeah, she did. She, she called, what she called me, the Teresa Caputo of Westchester. 
You know, um, I, I do. I just sit there sometimes, and I'm like, oh, I'm observing. I'm like, oh, do I say anything, or do I keep my big mouth shut? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you don't want people to think you're crazy. I've kept my mouth shut for a lot of years because i like, what the hell's going on here? I don't know what's going on here, you know? But um, I think for you, Denise, do you go to church anymore? I haven't. I haven't been, no, ma'am. Okay. I think Willie wants you to go to church as a message for you. Even if you just go like this Sunday. I'm you, could you do that? Is your, yeah, I think Willie wants you to go to church this Sunday for a reason. There's a message there. I feel like you're going to meet pre- someone there or something with like a memory yeah, of him or I don't know, something. I'm feeling something like that too. There, there, whether Maybe you'll meet another CF mother or something that might help with Somebody. our foundation. I don't know, but I feel that Willie wants you to go to church this Sunday, Denise. You know, I'm not telling you to do this, but I'm just feeling that's why he brought this up. You know, to validate the park and the across from that church, and you haven't been. I was feeling that you haven't. Not saying that anybody has to. I mean, I'm spiritual. I don't always go to church, but yeah, I love when I go. Um, there's a message going to be there for you, Denise. That's what you're going to get on Sunday is purely from your son Willie. Okay, that's his gift to you on his birthday. And I, I'd be dying to hear what what's going to be said. It, it's either in the pulpit, or like Melissa, somebody you're going to meet. Something, something. Something magic is going to happen that day. Do you think you can do that? Yeah, just I uh, don't know what church he wants me to go to because he likes going to the Catholic churches and I go to the Christian Baptist churches. So either well, whatever one, church. Honestly, I feel like whatever one you're supposed to go to, you're just going to be led there. Like just pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. It's, it's, either one, any one that you decide is going to be the one you're going to hear the message. Okay, let's yeah. put it that way. He's not. It's Whatever just going to be by chance that it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's just going to happen. Yep, yep, yep. And nobody's got anybody with the S name. Sally, Susan, Sarah, Sissy. Anybody call anybody Sissy? I call Michelle Sis all the time. You do what? I call Michelle Sis all the time. Okay, well, then that's Willie again. So, so I'm sorry. Patricia, I'm sorry. We keep bouncing no, that's they okay. I'm the... Come together, you know, like this, and I, I don't try to annoy people with this, but I have no choice when they channel, you know. they I just see the, sometimes the letters, sometimes I hear the names. I felt the Richard with you. I felt the mother. Um, Richard, um, was Richard kind of young when he died, like 20s, 30s, or younger? Um, no. Um, I think he was... Maybe in his forties, I think. I'm not quite sure. But he, he was, was I mean, that's that are young. Was yeah. it um, an accident? I'm sorry. Was it by accident and not sickness or not? That I don't know. I wasn't close to him. Um, I think it was illness. Oh, okay. All right. I'm feel. What are you? What are you feeling with this, Melissa? Um. I wasn't sure if it was a heart attack or something to do with the heart. It could be. It, yeah. It could have been. Well, I like don't know. That's just what I kept like feeling when you guys were talking about it. Mm-hmm. Something heart related. Right. Yeah. I think mm. you're right, but I'm not sure. Okay. Wow. Was it sudden though? Maybe that's why I'm feeling like an accident. Was it like something that was anybody was prepared for? I I really honestly couldn't say. 
All right, like I said before, write it down if you want to find out, and that just validates that, you know, your mother's around you, and, and, and Richard came through to validate there was somebody there. You know, I mean, I've picked out names that come to me that nobody else has, you know. I read somebody um, uh, privately last night. I mean, I don't, I don't do this for a living, but people, some people know I do it, and I do it a lot for some of the grieving parents to help them. And somebody had asked me something last night. And I read them privately, and I mentioned the name, and I had never been on their site because I go through the grieving parents. So I went on their site, and I said this name, and I went to her site to see what she looked like, and her address pulled up the name that I said. <laughs> and she's going, no, I don't know anybody with that name. It's her street name. It was not a name. It was the street name of the street. I forgot what the name, what the heck did I say? Something with an R. I said, oh, my God, it's the street she lives on. But it had, like, something Ville or something after it. Oh, I think it was, like, Rocky, Rocco, Roca, some weird name that you wouldn't come up with. And she goes, no, 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 no. So then I went, and I'm like, oh, my God, well, hello. So I'd like to talk to this woman again, you know. They come in weird, weird ways, you know. And, uh, you know, some people, like I said, they'll know me through somebody else. They, they all of a sudden they ask for my friend thing, and then they go over, go to my PM. So I've never seen their site. I'm not reading their sites. You know, people, Denise will tell you half the time now, it's like, did you see this? I don't go to people's sites. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> if it pops up, I read it in the, what do you call it, in the feeds, you know. I very seldom go to anybody's site, you know. And uh, I don't have time for it. But I uh, just they it's just weird ways. Like I said, the name will come out. It could be a street. It could be something in the past. It doesn't have to be a excuse me formal name of a person, you know. So um, that, that's the way it goes. Oh, Denise. Okay. Trinity. Trinity. What's the church? Trinity. Is that what's the name of the? Do you know what church? Well, of course, Trinity is a very common name for churches. But I'm feeling Trinity with you. No, the church in Jersey that. You know, you said about with Willie, that was St. Nick. Um, no, I'm I'm asking, but is there a church near you where you are? It doesn't have to be that same church. It's, like I said, they, they scatter all over. Is there a church near you with the, the name Trinity in it? I'm not sure. <clears throat> I'd have look to it up look. in the, um, or Google it, Google it if you want near you. I'm feeling uh, Trinity Church. I don't know why. I'm just going, you know, don't kill the messenger, you know. <laughs> Maybe it's a yeah, whole different church. Not even the church you'd normally go to. Sit in the back. I've done that. I've gone right out of the church. Something, something Trinity in it. What are you feeling on that, Melissa? Um, I don't really see anything with that, but I don't know why. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever traveled to Santa Fe before, <laughs> but that keeps popping in my head. Santa Fe. Yeah. Santa Fe. I have no idea why. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I think. Denise, have you ever been to Santa Fe? That's oh, yeah. I've huh? been to Santa Fe many times. That's in California, really? right? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, uh, Patricia, you've been to Santa Fe many times? Oh, yeah. Okay, what ever, about you, Denise? I don't know if you're going to remember this, but did you ever go to a restaurant that had, like, blue lights outside? Blue lights? Yeah, like a, <sighs> like it looked almost like a Christmas decoration or something, like... A restaurant that's that my was house. brightly <laughs> lit or something? Oh, yeah. Well, for Christmas time, they um, they have all kinds of lights. There's all kinds okay. of interesting things there. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I don't know, it just, like, popped in my mind that it looked, like, really beautiful. And 
the sign just like it looked almost like a road sign just with like Santa Fe, New Mexico, and there was like a restaurant like brightly lit with like you know like blue like Christmas lights or something. I don't know. I just I popped up in my mind. Wow. <laughs> I have no okay. idea. Yeah, sounds nice. So like yeah. I said, a lot of these things are just validations from the other side, you know? Yeah. Denise, did you ever go to Santa Fe? No. Okay, so that's then it was meant for this lady. I'm, I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to drive you nuts here. <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> you want for free, you know? Just come um, to the that's all. <laughs> well, can I ask you a question? I know you were talking about uh, childhood experiences, and just really quick, just... If you can answer, it's fine. If not, that's okay. When I was a little girl, very little, um, uh, God, some interest, you know, these interesting things happen to us um, when these gifts come around. And I was uh, in my grandmother's bathroom, and I closed the door, and then all of a sudden a rag doll, you know, the rag dolls, the old rag dolls, um, just appeared. Um, really? And it was hanging from the wall, and I it scared me so badly that I was screaming, and then my grandmother came in, um, and nothing was there. Why did I see a rag doll? It, that, I know that was clairvoyance probably coming from me, but I saw a rag doll. Well, well you know what? We all have some intuitive. Um, some develop, some don't. Some have more yeah, than I others. Just, I can freak you out, though, because... Before yeah. okay, I said that, I don't know why, I wrote down sandbox with dolls. Wow. There's no reason why, but that's... literally right before you said it, that's the picture that I got. So wow. the rag doll mean? scared me, and it was in the spirit because there was nothing there, but I saw it. I saw yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, I don't even remember if I Who had the music box that went off by itself? <laughs> Can anybody claim that? I have somebody sitting here with me, Peg, um, a very longtime friend who is from New York also. Yeah. And um, her mom was like a mother to me for 20 years. Yeah. I have you on speaker, and you said something about a music box, and after mom had passed away, one of mom's music boxes just started going off for no reason. Okay, so I'm reading. I didn't even know you had somebody else there, so now I'm reading. <laughs> music box. That's I'm so feeling funny. a music box. Did, um, okay, I'm also seeing a ballerina. It, was it a music box with a ballerina, or who was the ballerina, or who took ballet? It was a music box with a ballerina. Oh, you're kidding me. Cha-ching. No. Go, Teresa. <laughs> All right. Claim the Sally Sue, uh, well, you had the sissy, but uh, Sally Sue Sarah. Can she? Does she have anybody in her filming with that name? I no, had no idea there was another person there, and I'm, I'm seeing music boxes. Mom used to call her sis all the time, too. All right. I, uh, what's her name, by the way? Heather. What is it? Heather. Heather, okay, Heather, this is for you that I had no idea. That, see how it works? <laughs> I was seeing the ballerina dancing with the music box. So I, And it wasn't for either of you two. It's, thanks, Denise. Didn't tell me somebody else was doing it. Well, you were just listening to the show with me. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding, but I think that validates our gifts. You know what I'm saying? 
whoever's coming through, it was her. It must be her mother, and she's mm-hmm. she's. He called her sissy. Yep. All right. That's it. you know you may call uh, Michelle sissy. Uh, uh, um, name again? What's her name? You see, I'm, I forget when you tell me their names. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, Heather, really? Heather, this, Heather, this is Heather, this is for you. Sissy, the sissy, the ballerina, the music box. That's your mom coming through. Okay. okay. And she's just shaking her head. Yes. <laughs> I freak her out. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Willie used to uh, call Michelle Sissy too. Huh? I said Willie used to call Michelle Sis too, or Sissy. Well, you know the funny thing. Remember, I told you about the Lillian thing with me. That uh-huh. I, I did like the George thing, and it turned out it was, it was related to, um, I don't know, maybe it was Cindy. I, I can't remember who the George was related to. I kept saying George, 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 George. And finally, I talked to somebody. Oh no, that was uh, Liz Carthy from um, the book. She was on my show, Whispers from Heaven. The author, Whispers from Heaven. And finally, she was the George. I mean, they, they. But a lot of times, the same names will come through to validate. So I kept. I said sissy, and I said the music box, and I saw the ballerina. So that that is for Heather, but it could also be Willie because he called. You know, they they sometimes they they come together. Like I got read by this guy. Hold on a second. We got twelve minutes left to the show, guys. It goes two hours goes so fast. Um, what am I call it? Sometimes they come through with dual things for, you know, they're the same names type of thing. They, they're right. together for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Because similar things like the Lily, the, the Lillian came through, and then another Lillian, and then this woman I met the other day. She's a Lillian I needed to meet. The one, the one I read her and saw the thing on the radio with me, and then the girl I had on, uh, the musician on my show a few weeks ago. Her daughter's name is Lily. So the sissy thing could be for both of you. Okay. Willie's definitely coming through, and I'm telling you, ask Heather, does she know, did she go to a church named Trinity? No. Okay. Was there a church in her area with that name? Not in New York where Mom was, no, but there was one in Texas where she just was. She was in Texas, and there was a church called Trinity? Yes. Okay, that's it. See how they come? Like I said, people say, no, you're wrong. But then all of a sudden, but there's a church in Texas that she's in Trinity. This is how they do, you know. They gr- they're grouping the churches now, too. The Trinity that I was seeing, the church next to the park, Melissa C. in the swing. Do you see how it works? Yep. This is why I'm going to be doing the, uh, Melissa, I don't even know if I told you, in October, uh, James Van Prague is going to be here. And yeah, he's got a, not a long study with him. I'm doing it. I'm doing yeah. it. I'm going to develop. I got to de- actually. I talked to another medium last night. Somebody who read me. I read her. She read me, and she said to me, basically, you got to do this. You you are very more gifted than you know. I don't believe you know. Though I've had the gift since I was a kid. I never used it here and there, you know. And I'm like, eh, never. You're full of crap, you know. Now I know. I've been right on the money with so many people, and I know it's. She says you have to do this. You have to develop more. I was told in the 80s by some lady. She goes, "You have a you have a gift." She said, "But you gotta you gotta use this." You know, I thought it was my work with the CF Foundation. Then I thought it was doing all the other stuff. Uh uh-uh. uh, it's this. I mean, I'm still going to continue writing. I'm still going to continue the show, but <clears throat> there I, there's more I have to do. You know, my job's not done yet. You know. 
And, uh, you know, I think, uh, Denise, if that helped you, being that I didn't know Heather was there, <laughs> and the, the Trinity and the, the music box and all that, and Sissy, that kind of validates what we do, huh? Yes, ma'am. I, I think I shocked. I, I I don't see Denise speechless many times because Denise and I we get no. on the phone and we'll yeah. But no, I I see you're a little speechless, a little shocked right now. A little shocked? No, I kind of. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I don't doubt you at all. I, I know, I know what you got, and I know what you got is real, and yeah, you know. Yeah. And it was just weird because. It was not two, three minutes before you started talking about the music box or started talking about the church that Heather come out mm-hmm. and I put the speaker and then you came up with the music box and all and you know, it wasn't like she she hasn't been sitting here the whole the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I had asked her if she was listening to the show and she said no, she couldn't get to it on her computer and um, Right. So I put you on speaker, and that's when the whole church and music box and everything came up. And, you know, I was kind of hoping that, you know, Mom would come through also, you know. For... She has. She's here, and she's with Willie. Oh, and Patricia, I know that. Yeah. <clears throat> Patricia, I feel your mother, too, okay? No, she she did come through in her way, you know, and, you know, sometimes we could go on and on and on with the reading. Um, Melissa, we're down. Let me see what we got left here. I could go on for another two hours. <laughs> Actually, we, you know what? The next show, come back on. I don't care. We can, we can, we can do part two of this if you want, Denise, you know, and talk more about our, because there's still a lot of things I wanted to cover tonight about the uh, and Patricia, uh, come back on too. Uh, maybe next Tuesday night. Are you going to be available? Um, if tonight, I and we'll talk more about your rag doll. Be- more, yeah. I really want to. Actually, I'm going to make it a part two next Tuesday if you guys want to come back because there's so much I wanted to cover on the subject of the imaginary friends. They're not imaginary. I'm going to round one thing up with my son Mark. His his um, imaginary friend since he was little was Jim and Frank. To sit in this little tyke's coop, have his arm out the door, thinking he was daddy cool. And I'm like, Mark, I've talked about it on other shows. Where are you going? Well, Jim and Frank are here. We're going to the bar. And Mark had a four years old. We used to call him Froggy because he had this froggy voice. Where are you going, Froggy? I'm going with Jim and Frank. We're going to go to the salad bar and drink some vinegar. I'm like, okay. But I thought that was weird. Uh, my next book talks about Rally. Uh, a week before Mark died, he he was so, so sick. I walk into the hospital room. He's sitting in the bed, combing his hair, had himself dressed for the night before. The nurses were pulling him up in the bed on a bedpan, and I'm like, I thought it was a miracle, but I've seen this rally before. And Mark hadn't eaten for months. He wanted every food I could order for him, and I didn't care. I didn't pay my on it, whatever it was. I took the money. I bought him sushi. I bought whatever he wanted. He was eating. And he says, but just make sure you get the, I don't want no balsamic or however you say it. I want the real vinegar. <laughs> I realized when he went into the coma the next day, Jim and Frank, who were his guardian angels, uh, were with him. And that's why he mentioned the vinegar. He goes, everything he ate, he had to have real vinegar. He goes, tell them real stuff. I want the real vinegar. And that was our last conversation when he slipped into the coma the next day and never came out and passed a week later. 
So that's kind of the importance of this show about our supposed imaginary friends, what they're teaching us. There's, there, when your kid's telling you that somebody's there, and like I said, my kids have weird names, Aunt Gretchen and uh, like my daughter. I'm like, who's Aunt Gretchen? You know what I'm saying? But Mark had these two, Jim and Frank, and Jim and Frank were with him at the end. They're with us from the beginning to the end, and that's why, Melissa, what do you think next week? Do a part two of this? Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I, I want people to come on. I want you, if your guys are more than welcome. Um, tonight we just touched on it a little bit, Denise, and uh, hopefully we got the word about our foundations, which are so important to us and our children's memory and to all these other kids with CF, okay, and families. Um, hope to help Heather. Heather, I hope you're okay. Did you get, get the smelling salt out for her yet or what? Got to laugh. Well, you're more than welcome all to come on the show. And like I said, if you can't find us on the computer, if you have problems, just call into the number and we'll bring you on the air. Uh, we're down to about four minutes left of the show. Um, Melissa, do you have any more to say to Patricia or, or Denise or Heather? That uh, Are you doing any uh, spiritual writing? Um, no, not right now. Yeah. That's all I really have. Are you getting any feelings about it? <laughs> no, just what I said before, actually. Yeah. Okay, I have one more thing. Thank you, ladies. Pearls, anybody relate Anytime. to pearl or pearls or rubies? I didn't hear you, Peg. Does anybody out there, Patricia, Heather, or you, I'm seeing pearls or a ruby, ruby or ruby with pearls, something unusual, jewelry. Can anybody claim that? Uh, just mom's, mom's uh, pearl necklace. Okay. I'm wearing a pearl bracelet right now. Oh, you are. You are. What about you? You relate to the pearls or the rubies? No. Uh, okay, write it down. My ex-husband gave me a necklace a long time ago, but that's, I don't know where that would come in. Well, okay, necklace, what does the necklace look like? The only thing Heather has of Nanny's. Okay, um, let me just say, Patricia, what does the necklace look like? It was just a pearl necklace. Um, I've never really worn it. <laughs> no, that's okay. But it. This is what I'm telling you. When we read you, it's not about you wearing it. It's about you knowing about it, okay? It's, oh. it's, it's, it's a, like I said, it's all about validation that you had it. I don't know why the pearls came up. Um, it may be just for Heather. It may be for you both. It may have something of significance, and that's why next week, like I said, come on back on, you guys. I mean, Patricia, would you be available? you want to come back on? I'd love to. I have to see if I'm going to be off. I just so happen to be off tonight, and so I, um, you know, tune in. This is very rare that I'd be off tonight. <laughs> no, but, no um, coincidence. You're 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 here for a reason because Mama wanted you to know she's around you. Yeah. But I'm, no, I I want to kind of think about this ragdoll thing and tune into you. I, I don't know. There's something about that that I I think we need to talk about. I think there's more to this. It was a little creepy to me when I was that age. Oh, hell yeah. I would be creeped out, too. A ragdoll. I never fear really just... liked, yeah, I really never really liked ragdolls after that. But it just yeah, appeared. Yeah. Upside down, I think. But... Wow, wow. Did you feel, um, Patricia, um, Denise, Heather, hold on a second, and Melissa, did you feel that you had some kind of intuitive gift, or you feel that you do? Yes, Besides a ragdoll, that you've had things happen to you, like um, I'm seeing a bird bath, something with a bird bath. Somebody claim that? Uh, 
I've seen something with a oh, bird bath. I feed the birds. I have a big thing of water outside for them. Okay, but it's an unusual bird bath. It's not like your regular bird bath, right? No. <laughs> okay, well, that's the validation from Mom again. Okay? <laughs> this is how they do it. I, I, you know, I said I was reading a woman about one time and about the birds and whatever. Down to a minute and a half, guys. Um, listen, I, this is all I can, I guess, give you tonight. Um, Denise, thank you for coming on. Uh, you're going to be available next Tuesday or what? Yes, ma'am. I just okay, to I want to do, I'm going to make this part two, and we're going to talk more about the guardian angels. And Patricia, I hope some way you can come on. Um, yeah. Uh, or even if you don't come on that show, you can come on another one, you know, if you're off. Uh, my shows are all archived. You can hear yourself after the show. We're down to a minute. They're a little producer. You know, 60 minutes, 60 seconds. <laughs> one day I'll get to that woman. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, listen, thank, you, thank you for calling, Patricia. You have a good night, and you got our number. Call back in, usually Tuesday night, 7 to 9, and you can go to the archives and hear the show. Denise, thank you. And, again, it's Willie's Wish Foundation, and mine, CF Wishes Come True in memory of Megan Marcus and EC. Uh, Heather, I hope uh, helped you a little bit, okay? Well, hey, thanks. And, and I say, Melissa, I love you, and... Uh, Let's see what happens next week. You never know on this show, okay? Love you, too. Bye, I love ladies. you, too. Bye. Bye. Nice okay. meeting you guys. Nice okay, Heather, you. God bless. God bless mm-hmm. you all, and happy birthday, Willie, okay? Okay, hey guys, have a great evening. Thank you for calling. Bye. Have a good night. Have Bye-bye. a good night. Bye. Good. Bye-bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.